Are you ready to unapologetically unleash your bold and define your life, money, and business? Define You Radio class is in session with host... Are you ready to unapologize? I guess it was so good it had to start over. <laughs> I'm not mad. <laughs> hey guys, and welcome to Define You Radio. I am your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Thank you so much for tuning in to Define You Radio, where class is truly in session. I swear I'm learning every day. And I am so excited about tonight's show. You know, Define You Radio is where you get the tips, strategies, and life lessons to help you unleash and define your life. If no other year, 2017 is your year to do those things. Now, tonight, we're welcoming back somebody I like to call a Define You family member. She's been on before She is an awesome person. I don't know if you guys follow her on social media, but she's pretty awesome. It's Miss Contessa Louise Cooper. Yay! Guys, I am working on getting like a hand clap soundtrack. We're going to work on that for next show. So if you've dialed in tonight and would like to get on the line with us, make sure you press 1 on your keypad. We would love to hear from you. Make sure you also follow and connect with the show on Blog Talk Radio and Define You Radio's Facebook page for updates, show notes, and guest information. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and bring our fabulous guest on so she could not only get into the meat of tonight's class, but also tell you a little bit about herself. So Contessa, welcome to Define You Radio again. Hello, hello, hello. I just love you. I just love you so much. I just love being on the show. And let me tell you something. I got so much warm and fuzzies just hearing the introduction. I was like, oh, thank you. I love being a part of a family. <laughs> Yay. Look, especially when the when the intro music, which always gets me hyped, when it started to play again, I was like, you know what? <laughs> let me dance. Let me dance a little more. If you guys tuned in late and missed the intro replaying itself, you know I can't be mad because my the intro is kind of uh, the music is you know it's pretty hype music. It's getting people ready to unleash, and who better than to unleash with than you? I'm just saying. I was just thinking that it did it again since I'm a repeat guest. It just had to repeat itself again. And I was over here like, yeah, let's do this. So, you know, I didn't mind at all. (laughs) Yay. I know. I didn't even think about it like that. That's awesome. Um, So for the guests that's just catching you, the audience members that's just catching you, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about Miss Contessa? Wow, where can I start? I am a jack of all trades. I really am. But tonight, I'm going to come to you as a writer, as an author, and as a businesswoman to talk about being an entrepreneur. And even though I didn't make up that word, I'm going to call it my word. And an entrepreneur is just the one who decided to tell their story to write their book, and to create a business from their book. 
you know, and, and that's what I love doing, letting you know that you can share your story, you can tell your version of your story, no matter mm. what it is, and then create an entire business based on that story. And not only can you do that, but you can make money and take care of your family too. So I'm just excited and I'm so thankful to be on the show today to tell you guys how you can do it, why you want to do it, and answer any questions you may have about it. And I know Valencia has some questions, so whenever you're ready, girl, you just let me know. <laughs> and and you guys know one of my favorite fr- phrases is I have questions, and we all know I have a problem with the word entrepreneurial, anything that ends with that, so I'm not going to jack it up. But I will say the first time I ever heard the term Arthur nor okay I know I'm jacking it up y'all just deal with it a little bit I'm sorry um was when when you used it and I was like oh I love that word but oh goodness another word I have to learn to pronounce because like I said me me and that word we struggle and um so number one thank you so much and welcome to the show and thank you for that uh beautiful introduction You're welcome, my dear. You're welcome. Contessa, one of the things I hear from from people so so much, you know, um, oh, I wanna write and I wanna do, I wanna do, I wanna do, I wanna do, you know. So when we're talking about writing, when we bring it back to the base of writing, if I come to you and say, Contessa, I want to write a book. What is the first thing you would tell me? Have you ever written anything before? That's mm. the first thing I'm going to ask you. Um, because a lot of people say they want to write a book, but they don't understand what it takes to write a book. And it's going to take a little bit of discipline. It's going to take you keeping a schedule. It's going to take you writing even when you don't feel like writing <laughs> in order to get your book done. Sometimes it's going to take you digging up some mess in your past that's going to hurt. And you're going to have to find a way to write through those hurts and that pain. And so it, it, it takes more than just saying, I want to write. Let me tell you something. If you've never finished a project ever before in your life, you probably don't want to write a book. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it does because it takes work. That is crazy. I mean, it's, I say it's crazy because I would not have expected that to be the first thing you would say was, have you wrote a a book? And I'm pretty sure the number one answer you get is, uh, no, well, but. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not to encourage people from writing a book. It's to let them understand that. 85% of the people who say they want to write a book never do. And it's unfortunate. Mm. It's sad because they give up, they get distracted, or they get bored, or something happens in their life to kill that dream of theirs of writing a book. You have to really want it in order to write a book or have a really great business coach, a writing coach that's going to be on you every single day to get it done because it does it takes work when you schedule time to write 
everything is going to come to try to take that time away from you. The phone's going to call. The kids are going to be bad. Your boss is going to call you. Your husband's going to pick a fight with you. Something is going to happen to take that time away from you. And you have to protect that time like you value the every breath that you take. Mm. As you were talking, as you were Mm -hmm. talking, the first thing that came to my mind is that sounds like having a baby, which is something I know, (laughs) you know, you're all excited. (laughs) Yay. You know, some people all excited. Yay, I'm pregnant. And then you realize, okay, it's it's some work to this thing. It's not like, it's not, you know, you have to learn some stuff and get prepared and go through all the emotions of having a baby. That's, that's the first thing that came to my mind that truly. And it's just because you're giving birth to a dream, mm-hmm. you're giving birth to an idea, you're giving birth to something who can help thousands of other people. And because of the power of the written word, everything is going to come against that. I promise you, I've seen it happen time and time again. It has happened to me where it's like, okay, I'm going to sit down and write, and everything stops me from writing because. They know the power of my words. Lives are going to be changed. Mm, I love that. Power of my word. So I I hear, and I'm sure the audience can hear, the passion in your voice. And guys, if you do have a question (laughs) or comment, feel free to press one. Are you thinking about writing a story? Do you have questions? Ask Contessa. It's Ask Contessa Hour. I understand it's Define You Radio, but it's it's Ask Contessa Hour. So, Contessa, how, how did you discover that you were ready to have this baby called a book? How did you discover your Girl, love of writing? Look, I wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't you got ready. pregnant on accident? I, <laughs> I'm going to say the short version of of my story. So the short version of my story is I've always wanted to write a book, always wanted to write a book, never had the time. People were discouraging me. I was like, uh, whatever. And then I was in a group with a bunch of other writers. The owner of the group was going to do a webinar. She needed someone's book to use as an example. You know, she asked who wanted to. I volunteered, yes, because I always volunteer to do everything. Um, Mm picked me from everybody. She liked my book idea and everything. She said, Contessa, I want to use your book. Contessa didn't have a book. Contessa didn't write a word. Contessa didn't have anything. Contessa wrote her book in three days so that she could have a book ready for the (coughs) owner of the group to use in a webinar. And that's how I wrote Hmm. my first book. I was not ready. I sacrificed for three days to get my book written. I told you it's going to take sacrifice. If Hmm. If you want to change your life, Anytime that you set to change your life, it's going to take sacrifice and work. That's why people's lives don't change. It's not because they don't, the opportunities aren't there. They're just not ready to do the work that it's going to take in order to get their lives to change. Writing a book can change your life. Hashtag amen. (laughs) (laughs) 
Do you feel like, because I know earlier you mentioned, um, you know, the emotional process of, of writing a book, like especially if you're writing about your life. And I can definitely relate to that um, because you I, mentally I have to go there and like something I was mad about, I'm writing about, I'm getting mad all over again, ready to make some phone calls and say, hold on, I'm yeah. remembering some stuff you did when I was 18. I have questions now at 40. But do you do you feel like women have a problem telling their story? I do. And I think the reason why women have a difficult time telling their story is because they don't want to deal in telling mm. their story. Because people mm. we especially in African American families we were told from we were very young what happens in this house stays in this house. So don't go out there telling anybody our business. And that has stayed with us as we have grown up and have dealt with some really difficult issues in our lives. And so when someone like me comes around and says, yes, tell your story, you're like, yes, I'm going to tell it. And then all of it comes back to you and you're like, well, what are they going to say? How are they going right. to feel? And and I go back to what I always say, you have the right to tell your version of your story. This is your truth about what happened to you and how you came out of it. And so mm. don't be worried about what everybody else is going to say and what everybody else is going to think. Because you know what? As they were causing harm to you, they weren't worried about what you thought. And probably had no idea you would write about it later. That might have changed their behavior. I'm just saying. Exactly. They never thought that you were going to tell. And so mm. go ahead and tell, not just for your own healing, but go ahead and tell because there's somebody out there right now that needs for you to say that there's a way out, that there's you can overcome this. They're waiting on you to tell them that. Mm. So go tell your story. And I, one of the things that I, I'm having an issue with, because like I said, guys, if you've seen the, my post on Facebook, I put, I have questions. So, <laughs> and if you have questions, press one. But I can tell you just from personal experience, because I've been, I've written some things. And when it comes to telling the story of Valencia, I'll go through one day of, oh, yeah, this the raw, real deal. Then I go through another day of, I don't, I don't want to deal with this right now. And then it's another day of just, no. You know, like I go through a, a whole emotional thing. I'll get frustrated and put it, put it back. But I love that you said, tell, tell your version of it. Yeah, and, and this is how I saw you don't have to tell everything all at once. You can write it all out just for your own mental well-being and then go back mm. and cross out everything that you're not ready to tell yet. Because as you heal more and more and more, your story will grow and develop more. You don't have to say it all now. It's fine. Every time I tell my story, it gets a little better and a little better, and I tell a little more. But it's difficult to talk about those things that you haven't healed from yet. So it's okay. Mm, I love that. I, I love that you said that. Um, 
because it's funny, I'll read like seven years ago, give or take, I actually completed my life story, right? I I, com- mm-hmm. I wrote it out from up until that point. Now it's like, okay, I'm going to publish it once, you know, once I start growing into Valencia within these last couple of years, I was like, okay, well, it's there, it's done. And I went back, started reading. I was like, I was going for the throat. I mean, no holes barred feelings. <laughs> the family was going to break up. People who love me was going to be like, what in the world? I mean, I, but emotionally, I was in a different place. I mean, literally, that was the cutthroat version of yeah, the story of yeah. Valencia. But I'm in a different place now. <laughs> Thank God. Because I was going, I, was, I had to scrap. It was like 300 something pages. I had to scrap it because I'm like, my grandmother, you know, is probably never going to talk to me again. I mean, because I was talking about, <laughs> hey, family, if you listen, but I was. <laughs> I was going in, no holes barred. Remember when you did this and hit me with this umbrella? I didn't clean it up. I was like, whew, Lord, thank you. I didn't. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I tell the story that, you know, when I wrote um, one of my books that I actually put it in a, like a shadow box that was sealed and handed it to my parents. Like, okay, here's my book. And I knew if it was sealed, they wouldn't read it. <laughs> so that's okay. the version that I wanted them to have. <laughs> Even though I told the truth, it, it, to them, some of the things I said would be hurtful because we're not right. there anymore. We have grown. We've forgiven, forgiven each other. We've done all this stuff. And so I don't mm-hmm. want them to go back and read it and be angry, but I still need to say these things because someone else is dealing with that same issue that I had to deal with. Mm. I know so a lot them that you know. Hey, I'm 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 sorry, but this has to be said, and so hopefully you'll forgive right. me for saying this again. But this is what happened, and I had to say it. So do do you ask for forgiveness then publish, or do you publish and then ask for forgiveness? <laughs> well, people I ain't say nothing to. Um, <laughs> I, when you read this, I hope it hurts. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people that are close to me and that we have a really good relationship with, I told them what was in the book. Now, I wasn't going to change it. Right. And I told them that. But I I didn't want you to hear it from somebody else. I wanted mm-hmm. you to hear it from me because that's the kind of relationship that we have. Now, if we ain't talking, in, you know, in the last 20 years, you're just going to have to find out because chances are you're not going to read it anyway. Right, right. And I know a lot of, I know quite a few authors who have had, you know, those, like you said, consequences of telling their story and and haven't, you know, disconnected from certain family members. But it is what it is. Like you said, it could help somebody else. I've passed that point, you know, but somebody needs to know that. Somebody needs to know this part, even though you, you know, you did whatever, or I did whatever, somebody needs to know that. And then on the other hand, um, my thoughts are, do I need to change the names to protect the guilty? <laughs> it, it depends. It really depends. Now, what I will say, if you think that saying something is going to cause you to have harm for you to be attacked, 
or for there to be some sort of financial uh, repercussion, there are other ways to tell your story. You can write your story as if it was a work of fiction. You can change all the names in them, including yours, and still tell the same story. Mm. So there are things that you can do. Yes, yes. So don't ever put yourself in harm's way to tell your story. Connect with a great writing coach, and they will help you through this part of the writing process. That's what that's what we're here for. That's what we do. I thank you so much for saying that because I know that right there, and I'm pretty sure a, a lot of people battle with that. Um, you know, especially if you're using direct names and direct situations to where people outside know exactly who you're talking about. So I love Mm -hmm. kind of like a, what OJ uh, wrote. um, If I had did it, I would have did it this way. (laughs) Right. right. I think that's the book he wrote. So I I love it. In a different place. You can set it in a different country. You can set it at a different Mm. time period. There are so many different ways that you can do it, but the meat of the story, the truth of the story is still the same. Mm. It just happened to somebody else, but not you. Right. And then, and at that point, guys, as you're thinking about writing your story, if you do it the way that Contessa is saying, the only thing people will know is if that you know the only way people will know is if the guilty party comes and say hey that's about me so and you'll be like yes it is right <laughs> right hashtag confirmation exactly. I didn't know you were that smart to figure it out but hashtag <laughs> confirmation <laughs> so when we, when we talk about I, I love when you are on the show it's just you know I know everybody feels like I say classes in session, but it's really should be defined you sitting in your living room with Contessa tonight. Uh, (laughs) Now, if somebody wanted to write something, you know, outside of their life story, when you, when you look at the women that you coach and let's say I really want to write a certain type of story. What do you think? And I'm going to just be real specific. We're adults, okay? So let's say like with Zane. Okay. With Zane. And and mm-hmm. I know, I th- I believe that's her name. And she wanted, she wrote, you know, erotic stories, adult content, whatever terminology you want to use. Do you think women shy away from that? Because, oh my goodness, I don't want them to think that I'm this person. I just like to imagine this stuff or something, you know? Let me tell you something. So I have a group of writers, and I'm teaching a group of writers right now how to write adult-type stories. Mm. Um, And almost all of them are going to pick a pen name um, in order to write their story so that their personal life and their play life don't collide. Because there is some sort of judgment out there about the type of people who write these stories, even though they're probably the same people who are reading them in the dark. Um, but I'm not going to go there right now. Um, and so, you know, if, you know, sometimes you want people to know that you're writing these type of stories, and that's fine. That's why we have pen names. 
um, in order mm. to protect your true identity, but you can still explore other types of writing, and it's okay. You can, If you want to write that, go ahead and write it. If you want to write sci-fi, go ahead and write sci-fi. There is no rule that says you have to write the same type of book every single time. Just write. And I tell people, just write. Don't edit. Don't go back mm. and reread what you've been writing because you're going to keep going backwards and not moving forward. Just get the story out. That's what editors are for. Your your job is just to write the story. We make it pretty. Just write it. Hmm. Thank you for making it so pretty, stop. and thank you. Yeah. Well, stop look, now. Stop. <laughs> now, now I have to uh, think of my pen name. Um. <laughs> like I'll help you do. It. We'll we'll talk. We'll we'll talk about that offline. We'll talk after <laughs> the show. Because if if you think about like people's brains and the way our minds work, yeah, you you want to write your life story, but there's other parts of your life you you may want to write about, and sure. you don't want to get it confused. Like it's funny you said sci-fi. I people don't realize I am. Don't let the pictures on social media or whatever you guys see fool you. I am very much a sci-fi quote unquote nerd. I'm I'm so serious, (laughs) but is that, you know, so don't, if y'all, I will use a pen name. You won't know it's me, but just know it'll be mine. Um, Because my, my, right. Because my thing, and I'm sure other business women think about this. I don't want it to get me writing sci-fi to kind of confuse my my brand or my current business. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I hear all the time. Well, I want to write about this, but my brand is about, you know, uh, uh, helping out single moms with their kids. And if I write about this, well, then they won't respect me as that. It's like, well, just write it underneath a different name. There's a whole – there's an entire different marketing plan for writing under a pen name than it is from writing under your real name. And it's quite possible. I mean, even Stephen King himself had several different pen names because hmm. he wanted to write something different. I've so learned he, something new. Right yes, he had several different pen names. Because I love so Stephen it, King. It happens <laughs> all the time. So don't even worry about it. Write what you want. Come up with a really great name. Come up with a marketing plan and get your coins. <laughs> get your Y'all know, get your ducats, get your, because it's, <laughs> okay, so that's one of my favorite words, so if a book comes out, hashtag ducats, uh, whatever the pen name, you know, you know, it's a, it's me talking about money under a pen name. Exactly, I'd be like, I know who wrote this book. Right, I know who wrote this book. So, I, I as a confident woman, like you are and and a confident woman like me i i have that attitude i could do anything i could write about anything i could do whatever it is do you think when it comes to writing that confidence is a factor in that it is it is very much so because these voices in your head will just <laughs> 
your writing because as soon as you sit down and I've seen it happen and it's happened to me, I'll sit down and be like, yeah, I'm going to write 1,500 words today and I'm so confident. It's going to be like, you're tired. You don't feel like writing. What about them bills? You don't feel well mm. today. Don't you have that to do? You know, think about this. Think about that. And it, you know what? You're really not a good writer anyway. You suck. Wow. <laughs> two words together. Look at all these misspellings. What are you even talking about? Who's even going to read this? All this stuff will just come flooding and you have to be ready to tell it to go away. You know, and I joke around. It's like, I tell my, 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 these voices, these bad voices in my head, I call them Tyrone. (laughs) (laughs) I do. They have a name. And call Tyrone. Um, You know, you better call Tyrone. That Tyrone. Mm -hmm. And I way and they do you have to tell those negative voices in your head to leave and they will and you have to Mm. replace them with positive good thoughts about who you are so if you have to at your writing desk put those positive affirmations up there so as you are sitting down and preparing to write you look at those and you believe those words and then you start writing Mm. Thank you. Because y'all it, hear it that? Call Tyrone. It it happens to me every time. It's like, girl, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> and you start comparing yourself to other people, mm-hmm. and it's like, wait, 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 wait. What am I doing? I've written so many things. I've written things for other people, and now all of a sudden, I want to discount myself. Shut up, Tyrone. Go away. <laughs> and then I'm fine. <laughs> I I I love that though because even. And and that's one of the things I love about you and I love about the show is because even if someone's desire, because we're going to talk about that next, the, the, the preneur, preneur, the business side of writing, the business side of writing. But even if someone, they don't have a desire to be a published author or, you know, writing is very healthy it's very healing so even if even if you know I don't want to be Stephen King or Zane or you know whoever famous writer I just want to write because I know it'll help me what advice would you give what what would you like to add on to that I guess would be my statement so if your question is what if you don't want to publish but you just want to write right then write. Mm. You can journal if you want. You can decide to write articles for different um, publications. You can decide to start your own blog. There are so many opportunities to write if you just want to help people and not be published. But you can publish and not be famous and still help people. Amazon Mm. short reads are books that are less than 100 pages. You know, anywhere from maybe 20 pages all the way up to 99 pages. You can write and publish it on Amazon and help people. You don't have to be famous. Hmm. Thank you you for that. There are ways to help people if you just want to write. And starting a blog is free. Hmm. I'm I'm glad you hit on that. And personally, I think writing is, is healing. It it actually helps you 
find you and and discover you and heal some some stuff, you know? So I think writing, even if it's your own affirmations, is always a great idea. Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. You know, just some people, they write better during the day when their minds are, some people like to write at night right before they go to bed to kind of unwind and get rid of stuff during the day. Figure out when you write the best and just write. There are so many writing prompts. If you're like, I don't even know where to start, Google writing prompts and just start Mm. writing, you know, or you can start off with today I felt. Today I thought, and just start writing. I I'm glad that you mentioned about um the the time the when you said if mm-hmm. you write better in the morning, better in the evening. So let's say, how do you figure out your your best time, and how how do you do? I need to set aside time every day. Yes. Should I yes, schedule? Should I wait after right after I had that coffee and my brain is on ten? And um, like, what's the best way to really get the writing done? Figure out what works best to me. I like to wake up early. I wake up early. I get my cup of coffee while the house is still quiet. I haven't checked Facebook yet, and I mm. sit down and write. Other people they like to write late at night. You know whether or not you're a day person or a night person. <laughs> you already know this. So if you are one of the ones that are, you know, are an early bird, set your alarm 30 minutes earlier. Get your coffee and get to work. If you write mm. late at night, stay up that extra 30 minutes. It you don't have to write for hours at a time. It honestly, 20 to 30 minutes a day will get your book finished in less than 30 days. Really? Every day? If like if you write every, every day. day? Every day. Every day. Your first book is not going to be 250 pages. Stop that. Your first book <laughs> is 90 pages long. Go ahead and write that 90-page book. It doesn't hmm. matter the length. What matters is did you give your readers exactly what you said you were going to give them? Mm. If the answer is yes, you can have a very powerful 25-page book. So wow. just write it. Don't be concerned about the page count. Don't be concerned about your word count. Don't be concerned about the title or the cover. All that comes later. None of that matters if you don't write the book. Mm. You just read me my, my rights backwards, forwards, and sideways. Um <laughs> I do. People I, be like, "What do you think of this cover?" I'm like, "The cover for what? My book? Have you written anything yet? You don't have a book. You have an idea." Not that. I'm sorry. Look, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. No, right. Well, the look on my face. I tell people this: why you know I have to keep things where it's audio because the look on my face is like that kid, you know. When you tell a kid they thought they were doing something right and you tell them, uh, yeah, no, pretty much you need to go rewash them dishes or something like that. I feel I'm that kid right now. I am that kid right now. 
I'm that's the purpose. That's the purpose of the show. You know, that's why it's classes in session. And I love that I'm learning because I will get caught up on the title of the book and what the book's going to look like before I wrote by Valencia Griffin Wallace. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, that title of the book is going to change a hundred times. It really mm. will. That cover is probably going to change 50 times. Because you're going to pick out something. I'm going to look at you like, absolutely not. Uh, not I don't even know where you got that from. But no, here are some really good suggestions. (laughs) Because if you are not into the writing world or the publishing world, you don't know what a good cover looks like. Mm. You have no clue. know what a good title sounds like. But we do. Mm. And we'll help you. And so... (laughs) I'm on a therapist's couch right now, but it looks pretty. <laughs> I know. Don't nobody care about pretty. But we care is to attract your readers, your readers, not everybody else's readers, your mm. readers. These are the things that, that I talk about. I talk about who are the readers, who are the people you want to reach. I'm going to ask you, what is the main point of all of this? We're going to talk about marketing. We're going to talk about emotions. We're going to talk about SEO. We're going to talk about all these things when it comes to publishing your book. It takes more than just hitting the publish button. This is a mm. business. You Which are now brings you attention. Book, you are starting a business. <laughs> say say, say it one more time, Contessa. <laughs> business person. The, people want to treat books like they're their children. Oh, I love it. It's so cute. Uh-uh. Stop that. These are your employees. Their job is mm. to go out and bring back money and profit wow. and income and revenue. And so if you're writing something that's not going to sell, don't write it. Wow. Which brings us to the business part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm thoroughly like, guys, I'm taking notes. I'm trying to, uh, you know, make sure the questions get in. And But I'm seriously taking notes because I'm seriously that kid in the corner right now that has been told. And if you guys are feeling that way or you have a question, this is the, t- the time to ask it. Uh, press one on your phone. I'd love to hear your question, comments. What do you write? Do you journal? Are you trying to write your life story? Are you, you know, I have questions. Press one. So with that being said, Contessa, I'm trying to get that, yes. that whipped kid look off my face. So when we when you talk about, <laughs> girl, I'm going to have to, I will post that picture on, on social media guys. So y'all can see, see my current face right now. Um, when we talk about turning it into a a business, if you could talk a little bit about the the business side, I know you kind of hit on some some tips of of that. If I said, okay, Contessa, I want to do a a book that brings in the ducats. Your you would say, I would say, well. Let me know what type of story you want to write. 
And then mm. there's some research that we would do. We would go to Amazon and we would see what some of the top books are. And then wow. when we discover what top books are, we're going to look at them and figure out what did those books miss. And your job is to write about whatever those books missed. Mm. And that's how you write a bestseller. I, whew, I'm trying to get out the corner, but you keep keep putting <laughs> me back there. But because I but I love that. Everybody loves these but they missed a couple things. If you write a book talking about what that book missed and then market that book the same way they market their books, guess who else's book is going to be number one? Mm. Me. My, with my hands up. Yes. yes, yours, 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 you know. And so that's a way that you can make money writing books. Another way is to write more books. People who are making money on Amazon just don't have one book. They have Hmm. several books. They are professional writers. They write. That's what Hmm. they do. There are other ways that you can make money from your book. You can start a speaking career. Mm -hmm. You can create products, digital products. You can create an academy, a membership site, a school. There are so many different things that you can do just from your book. So say, for instance, that you wrote a book on raising kids. Okay? So you wrote a book about and raising kids. So then you decide, well, I'm going to start off by doing virtual speaking. And so you're doing Facebook Lives. You're doing your Periscopes. And then you decide to have a Facebook group. And then from there, you decided to actually get paid to start speaking. And so now you're actually doing live events, and now you're doing workshops, and now you're doing trainings, and now you're speaking at different mom groups, and now you got a couple articles, and now you decided to do digital work, digital workshops. You created some courses that people can download, and they can learn how to be this great and wonderful mom and take care of their kids. Hmm. That's how you make money. That's how you do now you have a mom academy. Yes. <laughs> have hundreds of moms in your academy learning how to be this amazing mom. And now you don't have to do anything because your business is running by itself. And then you could hire so a nanny. <laughs> yes. We're on the beach. Still <laughs> it. So nanny's watching the kids because you got mom academy. Right. <laughs> Look, I, I did that check off, accomplished it. Now I can hire a nanny because I'm done with uh, Best Mom series. Somebody out there have a, a and there can never yes. be enough mom books. Like if you think about, um, just for instance, because this, this is where somebody that's listening, somebody has a mom book in them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, how to be a mom and still look like you're not a mom. That's a book idea. What? What? You know? How to, how to be a mom and still still know how to put on your makeup. How to hold a baby in one hand. You know, like, it's so many... Um, baby won't stick other. Get it. Get it. Right. You, know? <laughs> you, can, you can absolutely write a 
like that. Because you know why? Because nobody can write your book in your voice the mm. way that you will do it. So it doesn't matter if there's a thousand books out there just like that, but your book's not out there. Mm-hmm. Your book is going to be different than all the other books. Do you think I'm the only writing coach? Absolutely mm. not. But the people who are attracted to me like me. So they come mm. to me. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. And what's what's it not to love? Oh, you, thank you. You put you put me in you put me in the corner and then you coax me back <laughs> with candy. Yes. You know. I, I just <laughs> so thank you, but I still love you. <laughs> and and I could see I could I could see that and I love everything you said because I know and I read a quote somewhere, I can't remember it, but a lot of people grew up hurt. A lot of people in relationships yes. that's hurt or or happy, yes. you know you you know. But it's something your experience in life is different from the next person. So mm-hmm. I think that we all sort of have almost like a job to write about it. I think I think yes. we're all supposed to leave that legacy because the book will outlive you. Yes, it will. My book after I am gone, my book will still be there with my name on it no one can take that away from me ever I will die being a best-selling author Mm. that's that's where you (laughs) dropped the mic (laughs) without else I will be a best-selling author after I'm gone Mm. you can too I, I love that you said that because a lot of people talk about, I want to leave a legacy. I want people to know I was here. And a lot of times they think, okay, I got to start a Bill Gates foundation, a million dollar nope. foundation or this. If you write, we'll know you're here. Your kids, your grandkids, generations after you will know you're here. So that is one way to leave a legacy. A legacy. It is. And, you know, again, when I wrote that for my very first book, The One in Three Days, it wasn't a 100-page mm-hmm. book. My book has, like, 20-some pages in it. Mm. But I have my – my book is about me being a young mom having a son with autism. And when moms with autism read my book, I get messages all the time, thank you, because you said things that other books would never say. And oh, I wow. didn't want to feel like I was a bad mom or that I was the only one that felt this way. I was the only one frustrated. I'm the only one mad at God. Whatever it is, they mm. said thank you because I said it. Mm. That little book changed lives. That's, that's powerful. Too. That's powerful. Yeah. So when mm-hmm. we get into, because you know that when we get get on the couch and talk with Contessa, <laughs> that that time starts to like it starts going so fast. I but know, I want I to, I, I know it's like really, you know, any other time the clock goes by slow. But I am going to. I, I have so many notes, guys. I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. Okay, so three tips for women or men, whoever's listening, that want to get into the business of writing? 
Number one, be absolutely sure that you are ready to write your book. Number Hmm. two, get a writing partner, a writing buddy, or a coach to help you along the way because somewhere along that path, something is going to try to come and stop you, whether it be an emotion, a feeling, a friend, a relative that's going to tell you, you know, you shouldn't write that right. (laughs) Hmm. So make sure that you have your support system. Number three, keep writing. Keep writing. Keep writing. Don't edit. Don't go back. Don't let people read it and give you their opinion. Just Mm. keep writing to the end. And you know when you're done. Put that pen down, walk away, and then read it over again and cross out everything that you don't want people to know. Wow. Those are my three wow. things I'm going to tell you. And then hire a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Def- definitely. <laughs> Def- definitely. Especially, I can I can see that, especially when it comes to the accountability part, because I know people that are in the midst of writing, including myself. And I'll, I won't do it daily. And I know I should, and it's random. It's not scheduled. Do you, I know earlier you mentioned about, you know, 30 minutes, either when you get up or when you, you know, before you go to bed, stay up later, but would you recommend like a scheduled time, like two o'clock every day? I'm writing from two to two thirty. I do. Cause I do. Okay. Put it schedule. Put it in your calendar. Put it in there like you would your doctor's appointments, and keep that appointment. So if your writing time is five thirty a.m., put that in your calendar and make sure you're up at five thirty. Or if you're so busy that you can only write during your lunch time, then put it in there from twelve thirty to one thirty. I'm writing. So that you will actually do it. And, you know, and if, if, say, for instance, if I'm your accountability partner, if I'm your writing coach, I'm going to ask you, so how did you go? How was your, how did you write this week? How many words did you write? How many times did you write? I'm going to hold you accountable. I asked for your schedule. And, if and you can put only you write, in the corner. <laughs> yeah, if you can only write every other day, then you better write every other day. Mm. So whatever it is schedule is going to be stick with it no matter what if you can only write friday saturday and sunday then write every friday saturday and sunday but don't do not sit down and say i'm going to write for two hours if you've never written for two hours before in your life (laughs) writing is a muscle have you ever been to the gym i did to work out and you worked out so hard for three hours and then for the rest of the week you couldn't move you, the same thing will happen if you write. You will burn yourself out the first day of writing and be like, I don't want to do this no more. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing for several reasons. I'm Because la- I'm, I'm on this whole, uh, this gym thing. I've been going to the gym and I've been going hard. I got time that so I'm going hard at the gym. Okay. And then when you when you said about, you know, if you never wrote for two hours in your life, don't don't say, okay, I'm gonna do it because I've done that. And I'm gonna tell you, this is how I broke it down. Okay, Valencia, you type 75 words a minute. 
So I'm doing the math. <laughs> 75 words a minute to 60 minutes. Okay, I ought to have a thousand page book done by the end of the week. And I'm how that worked out for you. Contessa, I'm, look. We we not we not gonna discuss my situation. I know people who have done that, but that's not how real writing works. It isn't. <laughs> you're really writing. You thoughts come, you imagine, and you go back places, and you might pause for a minute. You might have to deal with these things, and so you're not constantly writing for that entire time. You might have to go get some drink. You might have to go to the bathroom. Like all these things can happen, and so no, that's not the correct <laughs> like I said, guys, Contessa been putting me in the corner all all show, but I'm 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 glad. See, that was my that that sci-fi scientific part of Valencia's yeah. writing. I was doing. I had I'm so serious, guys. I had the calculator out and everything. I creative I, process, <laughs> creative. That's not how you do creativity. <laughs> Girl, I'm a laughing you all night. <laughs> but hey, I want you know, cause I but you promise said you know this was right. somebody free. <laughs> right. Cause it would cause it may it makes sense. And sometimes stuff will make sense to us but really don't make sense. That what I just said, like you said, somebody you're free. You're free. That's not how you write, okay? Guys, at least you learn from me being honest, because that was it made sense. It didn't get done. So it it <laughs> we're gonna go on with the next question. <laughs> so so Contessa, I know you're gonna laugh yeah. at me all night. Oh my goodness. Okay, so what do you have going on now? What's next? What's going on in the world of Contessa right now. Girl, it's more like what isn't going on. Okay, so a couple things have gone on. Um, for those of you who don't know, I was on TV. I was on TV Jake. Um, and mm-hmm. so I'm actually launching this huge campaign um, for media visibility. So my goal wow. is to get on as TV and as much radio as I can for the next three months. So I got that going on. Um, my erotica anthology that should be out um they are in the process of writing right now and they're going to be writing for another two weeks and then editing so probably within the next six weeks that's going to be out mm, um, a lot of pen names of, with that i'm sure a lot of pen names um a couple <laughs> conferences that i'm doing um i'm looking at doing my own retreat um seriously i am doing so much but the best way to keep up with what Contessa is doing is to hook up with me on Facebook because I tell it all. <laughs> yes. I, yes, guys. Yes. I, I, I'm say, I'm hashtag confirmation amen on if you are not connected with Contessa on social media, I don't know what you're doing. You need to connect. <laughs> It, it she's she's I, I love her guys because she she'll 
post things to make you think. She'll post things to be like, do I need to inbox her? Um, she... <laughs> She every bit of who she is. Uh, that's why I love her, and I'm glad she's part of the family. Every bit of what she's given you guys, um, and she's very, very helpful, very responsive, and she's real. She's real. Yeah. And I and yeah. okay, so I know how to hook up with you. So how can how can they find you on Facebook, social media, website? If you Google Contessa Louise Cooper, you will find Mm. me. I am the only one. And my name is the same on all social media, all over Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, uh, what else, Twitter. My website is Contessa Louise. You can find me. I am very accessible. And when you ask questions, when you contact me, I am available. I make myself available because my job is to give you as much information because I want you to be successful in every way possible. Yay. I I thank you so much. Thank you, thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you, thank you and thank you. It's been a truly interesting, great uh disciplinary I've been told <laughs> our um Guys, if you are following the show on Facebook, Contessa's information will be there. Also, in the show notes, if you're listening online to Blog Talk Radio, you could click her name. It'll take you directly to where she is. And I, I and if you are still looking for her, like she said, you can Google her. <laughs> I am Googleable. <laughs> you're, you're, Google, Google, I, I'm not even. You know what? Words aren't cooperating oh, today. Boy. So, um, go ahead. So, off the floor one more time for me. No, <laughs> that I'm not gonna be untra per. It's been a great show. <laughs> Contessa, I love you. I can't wait to have you back on. Thank well, you so much for for being part of the Find You Radio. You are the awesome of the awesome. And, guys, I've been taking notes, so I know the math is not going to work, so I'm going to do something else. My book will get published before 2017 yes. ends. Yes. <laughs> the, the, book, the Book of Valencia, or it might use a pen name, depends on how gritty it gets. So I'm trying to save lives. So uh, <laughs> with that being said, guys, y'all know I end the show with a great quote. This one comes from the man on your money. Wait, isn't Benjamin Franklin on money? I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, I don't know. He is, he, is. he is. Okay, so it makes sense. Okay, so the man on your money, this is his quote, Benjamin Franklin, either write something worth reading or do something worth writing. You never know. You may it inspire somebody to write about you and you'll still be google bull. With that being said, guys, class is officially over, pens and papers down. Make sure you connect with me and the show at ValenciaGWallace.com. And remember, only you can define you. I'll see you guys next week, same time, same place. Have a great week, week guys, and write your story. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Contessa. Bye-bye. <laughs>